Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Busy Mom Podcast. My name is Heidi St. John, and I am here with my friend Dorinda Wilson, and we're in a different place. We are. We're just, we're moving all over. We're moving all over. We're moving and shaking with the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We are uh, podcasting from uh, Dorinda's home in Spokane. Mm -hmm. And you've had an interesting last 10 days, Dorinda. What have you been doing? I have been enjoying your youngest three children. I love how you're saying it that way. <laughs> she, she's wiping the sweat off her brow. She's like, yeah, it's no big deal. Oh, they're awesome. We've had, Jay and I have been, uh, spent the last two weekends in the great state of Texas mm-hmm. and uh, speaking for the Texas Homeschool Coalition down there for right. their uh, for their Conference of the Woodlands and then also in Abilene, Texas. And so we didn't want to have to fly in and fly back twice uh, inside of a week. And so- you said, I'm crazy enough to have eight <laughs> children. What's three more? What's three What's more? three more, right? We've had a blast. It's yeah. been great. Well, so we're so now we've come back. We've yep. flown into Spokane to pick up our kids and we thought, we're here. Yes, we let's should report, do it. We should do something from your house. That's right. So this is good. <laughs> so if you're uh, just joining us for the first time, we do a podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Mm-hmm. And our goal is really to encourage uh, women in the Word of God, to send mm-hmm. you back to the Word of God. We believe with all our hearts that um, God's Word has the answers to what the culture, uh, to the things that this culture is facing. And we're the next couple of uh, podcasts we're going to do are going to be kind of themed around mom on a mission. Right. Just really talking to moms about the importance of motherhood. And it seems to me, I don't know, Dorinda, I'd love to hear your take on this, but when I look at the culture, I'm I'm seeing motherhood is like this thing that we do, sort of a little thing. On, right. It's like a stopover on the highway of life exactly. to something better. And children are an acquisition. Right. You know, like, oh, I bought this car. Now I'm going to have these kids. And, yeah. Yeah. But it's so, so much more than that. Yeah, absolutely. And we, I, we want to encourage you. Uh, to think about your children the way that God sees them and to talk to you really about the mission of motherhood, mm-hmm. that it is so important what you're doing. You Absolutely. Know? We hear from moms all the time who feel defeated and discouraged and um, and afraid. Mm-hmm. And God addresses those things in His Word. He does. He and does. Motherhood is challenging in the respect that, I've said this before, you're making an investment um, that you don't really see the return on for quite a while. Yeah. And so it's really a walk of faith mm-hmm. because you're trusting God that, that what you're doing is enough mm-hmm. and that his grace is going to cover mm-hmm. and that your kids are going to be okay. Yeah, right. and you're going <laughs> to you be okay. I mean? Yeah, at the end. Because, you know, I was thinking about, you know, you have seven children, we yep. have eight, and I'm thinking about the years of parenting that we're mm-hmm. investing. It is the bulk of our life. It is, and, absolutely. And, you know, I wouldn't want to be doing anything else with my life. No. You know? And I think to just to remember that, like when mm-hmm. the days are hard and you're just mm-hmm. thinking, what in the world have I gotten myself mm-hmm. into? I haven't had a decent night's sleep. I mean, there are women who are listening to this right now, mothers mm-hmm. who are very young, 
and they've been up all night with their babies right. and they're wondering, oh my goodness, you know, maybe I should just, you know, and they're, they haven't had an adult conversation right. in what feels like right. forever and they're buried <laughs> in diapers and their dish yeah. in the sink is full of dishes. Yep. And we just want to say to you, what you're doing matters. It matters. It does. Yeah. And, you know, Jesus was, um, he was a humble humble man and his mm-hmm. work was was motivated by a love for you know the father and mm-hmm. and he just I have to say motherhood is very humbling. It is. It's humbling. a humble job, changing diapers and doing mm-hmm. all these things. But having every, your kids scream at you in the middle of Panera. Exactly. Well, and you know, <laughs> it truly is. <laughs> um I think that, you know, God He's in those places. Yeah. That that's where his presence is the mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. is when we are serving him and nobody sees it. Yeah. He sees it. It's such it's such a precious offering to him. Mm-hmm. And I was reading the other day um in the New Testament where um God was talking about or Jesus was talking about um separating the goats and the sheep. Yeah. And the thing that separated them was is is those who did this you know, when someone was hungry, gave them food. Yeah. When they were thirsty, gave them yeah. something to drink. And and um, and when you do it unto the least of these, you do yes. it unto me. Yeah. And so every time you give that child a cup of water, a mm-hmm. meal, change their diaper, you are mm-hmm. doing it unto the Lord. Yeah. And that is so incredibly pleasing to him. Mm-hmm. I think he just finds great joy in it. Yeah. And he, the Bible talks a lot about how the Lord cares for those who care for young. Mm-hmm. The Bible says That's he right. gently leads those who have young. Oh, I think yeah. he knows because we need to be handled gently. <laughs> like Some of us are going on very few hours of sleep. It's very true. It's very true. And and I think it's easy for us for it to, what we're doing as mothers mm-hmm. is drown out by what the world says are larger issues. That's right. True. There's the issue of world hunger. We've been obviously, um, you know, there's all, there's a huge debate over uh, abortion mm-hmm. right now. I wrote a post about this um, just a few days ago about mm-hmm. how Christians have been sort of relegated to the little kid table. Right. Right. You just, you you guys sit over there and tell you something meaningful to contribute because all you ever talk about is God, blah, 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 blah. And I think mm-hmm. so many Christian moms feel like, why am I even doing this? Right. And you need to be reminded, and so we're going to do that today, reminded of the spiritual war that you're in. I mean, this it is real. Mm -hmm. This spiritual war that you're in, in case you don't know this already, there is such a thing as good and evil. There is such a Mm -hmm. thing as the devil. Yes. And he is in the world. Mm -hmm. And if you have, if you're feeling a tension uh, between good and evil in in the culture right now, it's because there is a war waging around you. And there are a couple of things that moms need, I think, if we're going to be successful in Mm -hmm. you know realizing that what we're doing is important, that you're raising the next generation yes. of lawyers mm-hmm. and doctors mm-hmm. and teachers. You're raising the next generation of parents. Mm-hmm. And you don't just lose a generation of kids. You lose a generation of, of parents, of right. mothers. Right. And then you lose a generation That's of kids. Right. And and what you're doing is important. Second Corinthians 10 talks about the spiritual battle that we're in. And it says, for though we walk in the flesh, we don't wage war according to the flesh. She's talking to believers. So, And I want to make that really clear. If you're listening to this today and you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I am not talking to you. I am speaking with regard to uh, a Christian in his walk with the right. Lord. That The Bible says that if you are um, if you claim Jesus as your savior, that you don't wage war like the world does mm-hmm. anymore. That's that right. we don't use the weapons of the world anymore. And that's what the Apostle Paul is saying. He's saying to believers, though we walk in the flesh, we don't wage war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive mm-hmm. to obey Christ. Mm-hmm. What an illustration. What a picture 
Paul is painting of what's happening around us. Right. He's saying there's a war happening around you, mm-hmm. but you don't wage war like the world does. Mm-hmm. We don't use the weapons mm-hmm. of this of the world. We use the weapons of spiritual warfare. That's right. Which our primary weapon is prayer. Mm-hmm. It's being able to see what's going on around us through spiritual eyes. Right. So if you if you see a mom, Dorinda, and she's struggling with an attitude in her child, or she's or she's struggling with fear, or I mean, there's a, a myriad of things that we can talk about. How would you? Um, how do we say to her? This is how you put on spiritual eyes. This is how you look at the mission that you're on through spiritual eyes, through God's eyes. What's the best way that a mom can equip herself for a spiritual battle? Well, I would definitely say um, the word. Mm-hmm. I mean, just being in the word and. Um, you know, getting, you know, I think we can get good, good teaching, but we need to be in the word ourselves and it, and it doesn't have to be for copious amounts of time. Right. It it just needs to be quality time. It Mm -hmm. can be a couple of verses that you meditate on. Mm -hmm. And, um, like you said, just a few minutes ago, prayer. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, I, I have found, um, lately that these verses have been really on my heart about spiritual Mm -hmm. warfare. And as I'm approaching, conflicts with my teens that feel impossible to overcome. We're just, we just keep biting heads, going back into my room and praying over it and, and really praying in that, in that, in that warfare kind of way. You're recognizing that God has given you already Mm -hmm. the, the weapons that you need to fight the war that you're in. And I think a lot of times we don't realize we've Mm -hmm. already been equipped. That's exactly right. We have the weapon. That's right. Um, And they're, they basically are prayer and praise and testimony, Mm -hmm. like our testimony actually speaking um, the name of Jesus and Mm -hmm. speaking life Mm -hmm. um, into our children and around us. We bear witness to God's working in our lives. And I wonder what would happen if women in our culture, if mothers in particular, recognize this is what's going on Mm -hmm. and we're going to fight it exactly the way God says to fight it because prayer is much more than a weapon, right? Right. It has the power, the Bible says, to destroy strongholds. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us are struggling with with fear. We've talked yeah. about that a lot. Sometimes I wonder if one of the strongholds that we're struggling with, that, that the Christian culture is struggling with is apathy. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that uh, as you and I were talking about, you know, this, this, um, the Center for Medical Progress and that they're trying to raise awareness about what's actually happening in abortion clinics. And we've seen so much apathy from mm-hmm. the Christian community mm-hmm. and who are saying, well, and I don't know that it's apathy um, for the sake of apathy. I think it's apathy because we're overwhelmed. Yeah. We just feel I like, agree. what can we I do? Agree. And so we we just sit mm-hmm. and we wring our hands and God is saying, we don't fight like the world fights. Mm-hmm. Get on your knees mm-hmm. and pray. And that is something you can do at home mm-hmm. while you're, while you're raising laundry, your children. While you're raising yep. children. And um, and I can just testify the other day, I had a conflict with a teen and um, I really felt like this was way overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. he left, I prayed, Mm-hmm. He, I literally, he came back within 15 minutes. I did not expect this. Knocked yep. on my door, was completely repentant, mm-hmm. in tears. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, wow, Lord, I, I, I need to do this more. Just praying. Yeah. That whole, that whole prayer is powerful. Yeah. Well, Paul mentions that the greatest of all our weapons is prayer. Mm-hmm. That it really, that if you, you kind of, you went, you know, I'm, I'm always telling my kids, try to think of prayer as like a ballistic missile <laughs> that goes straight at the heart of the enemy. That's right. You know, you're basically doing battle um, and you're entreating the power of God. You're saying, God, hear my, hear my prayer. And the Bible says, God hears the prayers of his people. Right. He says the prayers of a righteous man are powerful mm-hmm. 
and effective. Mm -hmm. And we can't be, I think, effective as mothers, as Christian mothers raising our children without recognizing the power right. of prayer and actually going, okay, Lord, you've got me on a mission. Mm -hmm. So we're, I want to encourage uh, moms who are listening today, ask the Lord, what is the mission that you have me on? I mean, That's look, right. think of the children that God has given. You don't have mm -hmm. to have eight children or seven children or, you know, I think um, particularly we notice this in homeschool circles, you know, <laughs> people feel compelled to make a defense for the number of children that they don't have. Uh, um, we want to encourage you to look at the children that God has given you. That's right. With the heart of a mom on a mission mm -hmm. in mind, mm -hmm. looking at your children and going, all right, the Lord has given me three children or two children or one child. Right. Every child that you have, the Bible says, has been given to you like arrows in the hands of a warrior. That's right. And God is referring to the spiritual battle that you're in. Mm -hmm. So gird up, mm -hmm. get in the word of God. That's right. And I think um, one thing that I've, I've prayed a lot for is to is for the Lord to give me his eyes mm -hmm. to see my children the way yep. that he sees them. And I think that yep. fits right in with what you were saying about the mission aspect. Yeah. Of, you know, he has a plan and a purpose for these kids. Yes. And he wants to re reveal who they are and some of that to me as a mom to help them. Well, and right along with what you're saying, God has a plan and a purpose for our kids That's and right. Satan has a plan to derail God's plan. Absolutely. And Satan has, and Paul said, or Peter said that, First Peter 5, mm -hmm. 8, you know, that he says the enemy is prowling around like right. a roaring lion seeking someone to devour, yeah. and that's your children. Mm -hmm. And so as a mom, we have the incredible privilege of coming before the Lord on behalf of our children that's and right. covering them in prayer mm -hmm. and covering them in the protection that is offered to them as children of God. That's right. That's an incredible, incredible opportunity. It is. So when you feel discouraged and you just think, what am I even doing this for? <laughs> uh, keep your eyes on the prize today. Keep your eyes on the on the battle that um, Paul is telling you about, that Peter was saying, look, this is what's going on around you. God is saying, your children have been given to you like arrows in the hands of a warrior. You are on a mission. Pray for your children. Don't be afraid to actually go before the Lord mm -hmm. and lay out those things that, that you see in your child. I mean, moms have really unique insight into they the heart really of do. their kid, mm -hmm. right? You know what their weak spots are, mm -hmm. right? There've been many times when I've just been on my face before the Lord going, Lord, help me figure out how to use this for your glory. Because like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to make, you know, I don't know if me and this child are going to make it through the right, next season of right. life intact <laughs> if you don't show up. That's and right. I think that God comes alongside a mom who's praying like that mm -hmm. and kind of bolsters her spirit he does. And, and, he does. And, and refreshes her heart and renews her vision, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. there's power mm -hmm. that's accessible. Who was it? Um, we should quit. We've got, what, 30 seconds left. Um, that The mom who, um, was it John Wesley's mom who used to put her apron over her head and pray. Whose mom right. was that? I yeah. think that was John was Wesley's Wesley. mom. Susanna Wesley. Susanna Wesley, mm -hmm. yes. And here, there was a woman who was surrounded by children, yes. right? Scads of them. Yes, scads. <laughs> and she recognized her dependence on the Lord. That's right. And so that's where we want to send you today, to recognize your dependence on the Lord um, and to bring your children before the Lord in prayer, bring your marriage before the Lord in prayer. Stay on mission. Mm -hmm. Don't let the enemy distract you. The mission that you've been given, should you choose to accept it, <laughs> is to raise your children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. There is no greater calling on this earth. We'll see you back here next time. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.